Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. Um, as always, it's a sad Chad and a sad Michael. <laughs> sad Chad. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> we're here night of the U.S. exiting the World Cup. <laughs> I've had all day to process this. Emotions yeah. were, were high at the start of the day. Um you know, we had some expectations that we didn't have maybe a month ago. So when those expectations are there, and you know, you got Alexi Lalas and a bunch of other, you know, Charles Barkley on TNT tonight saying, <laughs> I guarantee the United States is going to beat the Netherlands. You just, when you hear all that, you got goosebumps right now. When you hear all that stuff coming out of them, it just like gets you more hyped and anticipation for better things to come. And I mean, it's like they say, it's the hope that kills you. Oh, so it's the worst feeling. It's the worst. <laughs> um, so I know we usually start out our podcast with what we're having to drink. I'm going to be straight up with mm-hmm. you. I am drinking Gatorade because I need to replenish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just, it's fair. That's, that's just fair. How, that's just how we're rolling today. How about yourself? Um, just a little variation of the G&T. It's... The gin and a like Sicilian lemonade tonic. Oh, nice! So nice and lemony. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good uh, nightcap for a a rough rough day. Um, yeah. I had fun though. Did you have fun? Yeah, I mean, especially considering how U.S. had played, kind of all through qualifying, it was very much of just like. All right, we either like came out, got a goal, and sat back, or like just fought for a draw. Like none of our our qualifying performances were like overly um, convincing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then I thought here in the World Cup, throughout every game, we looked up for it and looked, um, you know, excited. We we're exciting to watch and. Uh, Maybe could have won a game or two in the group stage, but we liked the dramatics and, you know, had to wait to the final day to make sure we got through, but... It, it does make yeah. it interesting when you when you think about, you know, what if we did place first in our group with the win over Wales in the beginning of yeah. of the group stages, and then we'd be going against Senegal at this point. It's like, whoa, I know that's so many what ifs, so many like, you know, Zimmerman doesn't make oh, a yeah. tackle how many things change down the line. We might not be, oh, it. It might not be like, there's, there's so many what ifs. You just don't know what's coming. Um, so I guess we could really only focus on the now. And, um, yeah. you know, did I expect us to get to this, to the round of 16? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like our team is so young. Would I have been disappointed if we didn't make the round of 16? No, because that's not necessarily uh, the goal. I, I, I wouldn't have been disappointed. I would have been, um, okay. you know, like, like darn it. But I don't, our team is so young to where like this was the second been, youngest team there. So it, it wouldn't have been like a, uh oh, like our future is in trouble. No, no, no. Yeah, like, not like that. Yeah. So, so of course, I maybe disappointed is not the perfect word because I am bummed that we didn't go further yeah. and i maybe would have been bummed we didn't make it but i never would have been like oh, we didn't make it like the Germans <laughs> or uh, yeah yeah you, you know the countries that are just like wow you guys you guys kind of you, you messed that up pretty bad so nice yeah. to not be one of those teams 
Um, for sure, for sure. I mean, that's kind of my was my sentiment the whole time leading up to the World Cup and getting into it was just, you know, we have a young squad with not ready to really make a deep run into the World Cup, but you know, as, as long as this the core of this group can stick together and and get all this experience that that this World Cup and then over the qualifying. I think we put ourselves in a pretty good position for the 2026 World Cup. And, I mean, then we have home soil, so it's like we get a little bit more in our favor. And, you know, that whole team will basically be in their prime, like, age range at least. So, see, the hope is already starting. (laughs) Starting back up. (laughs) And and, and you know know our country, you know, with the next four years, we're going to have more seasons of Ted Lasso, more seasons of Vulcan. Oh, yeah. The... the growth and the popularity of it is just going to continue to, to skyrocket. Um, you know, my dad is asking all these questions about everything now, especially since we started doing this. He's now has some mm-hmm. interest in like what's going on. He, he texted me a photo. I guess he made a Dave Matthews Jersey. Um, <laughs> with the, it was, it was an old USA kit. I'll have to send it to you. And he texted me, he goes, Hey, was this a former uh, United States men's kit? And I was like, yeah, he goes, Oh, I thought he's like, are you sure it's not the women's kit? And I looked at it again. I was like, Oh yeah, no, that's the women's kit. It had three stars. Of a oh, yeah. and I was like, how did I, was like, I didn't really ask like how he, how that happened. Yeah. Um, but I guess he was at a concert, uh, and a guy, uh, whose daughter, um, played with the United States women's national team. I think you, uh, you 23 or something around there, but she was really good. Mm-hmm. She, he went up to my dad. She's like, are you a United, uh, United States women's national team fan? And my dad was like, what? <laughs> like no idea. Like what? He's like, uh, he's like, I yeah. guess. And then he's like, oh, I saw the jersey, I saw the stars. So my dad was very kind of caught off guard. And um, so, yeah, that was funny. But again, it's just, it's, it's, this was all a big setup for the next four years. Um, yeah. And we stood by that fact before this World Cup started. We all knew it. Um, I just think now we need to adjust and fine tune not a, not a ton of things. Not a ton. Not a ton. Um, do, you, do you want to start us off with something that you'd like to see change for the future? Well, I, I think the clearest thing right away is the striker situation. Absolutely. I mean, that's that was maybe our, our biggest um, like missing piece. Kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of like throughout qualifying and here, we just you know through qual- qualifying we tried a bunch of different strikers. Here we brought you know Josh Sargent, who's actively playing at Norwich and doing well. Which I'm gonna stop you right there. I, I don't want to say he's a huge difference maker for today's game, but it would have been really interesting after his last game and how good he played. That confidence yeah. carries over. It so it truly oh, yeah. does, and it's a oh that's that just sucks that he couldn't play today. Yeah, it's it a bummer. I'll, I'll let you continue. I just, need to, I just <laughs> need to get that off my chest. Um, then we have Haji Wright, who prior to the World Cup, I think made one or two uh, international appearances. And he plays in in Turkey, and he, he's kind of his stats are kind of similar to to Josh Sargent, but I'd say the championship is probably a tougher league than the Turkish league. Um, and then you have Jesus Ferreira, who had a great MLS season, but the kid hasn't played since middle of October. I don't know what they expected out of him today to be no. going against arguably the best defender of the last decade. The yeah. tallest goalkeeper in the World Cup. Uh, there's just so many factors <laughs> that went into this game. They're like, save us. And the guy's like, what? Yeah, I mean, like, 
I, I kind of feel bad for him because, you know, this was his only only minutes at the World Cup, and, yeah, he's thrown in kind of at the deep end. Like, not only is it Netherlands, but it's round of 16. Like, you've got to perform. And this is was his, like, actually first competitive match in, you know, a month and a half, basically. Like, that's, that's just hard to come into. And, you know, I think especially how we started... Uh, the match against Netherlands, like it took us a while to kind of figure out how to break them down and work through them a little bit. So I think um, I, I I don't mind the, the three strikers we brought, but I think it needed to be like more rotation in them, like get them all some minutes early on in that first game and second game. And um, I don't know if your whole plan was to, I mean, Sergeant might've been the plan for today and, you know, Ferreira's maybe more similar to uh, Sergeant than, than Haji Wright was, but, like, shouldn't you have been getting him at least some time on the field? And, you know, I, I just... <laughs> Striker's the biggest issue going forward, I think. Um, I, couldn't agree, I couldn't agree more with you on that point. Um, you know, we didn't see Josh Sargent in the Wales game. Um, we saw Jordan Morris, who just keeps making these little surprise appearances. <laughs> I don't fully understand it. We saw Josh Sargent at the end of the England game, and then we gave him the Iran game to kind of like get set up. So it sounded like we had no idea what the game plan was with our number yeah. nine spot. Zero idea. He, uh, we were I, just like, ah, just let's try to find something. I think that was it. it. I mean, Not yeah, that. and it, it's just kind of rough. Like a lot of our attack comes down the wings, and then they want to cross it in. Impossible and today. like impossible today for sure. I mean, Haji Wright, I think, is six three, six four. So like he's got height, but again, you're used to playing in the Turkish league, so I don't know Arguably how the tallest person in that league. Like, <laughs> probably, imagine, like <laughs> probably there's people taller than yeah. there. And I mean, you know, it, it, it's a fine tactic, but I just don't think we have like the target man, like the Giroud kind of player up top that we know will get his head on the ball and and be able to go toe-to-toe with a Van Dyke and stuff and, like, we need a compete new, in the air like that. We need a new Josie Altador. A Pretty one. much, yeah. A better one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know those are <laughs> few and far, and I don't know where we're going to find <laughs> that just yet. Um, they gotta be, yeah. they got to be out there. I, I'm excited to see Josh, Josh Sargent grow. Um, mm-hmm. my, my biggest thing is, uh, huge props to Matt Turner today. Yeah. I think he played great oh, yeah. defense. Definitely let him down. Um, you know, our, our right backs and left backs, Robinson and Dest, they're just a little too small and a little, uh, the skill level they need to have, it just needs to be a little bit higher. And I just don't think we yeah. have that with those positions yet. Um, and then my other thing is, our, all our guys on our field need to start wherever they're going in the next four years. So many of the guys are coming off the bench. Like, Matt Turner's not even starting. Um, Pulisic isn't starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go down the line of people who just aren't really playing as much as they should be. So I think our fitness isn't as great as it, it needs to be. You know, McKinney's coming out at the 60th minute, and he's arguably our best player. He just he just can't yeah. he can't go the full 90. Like, that that just can't happen. We need to see Rana playing. Um, super surprised to actually see him in today's game. I was, I was honestly <laughs> shocked because I was 
just like why why did why today was this always like our uh you know fire alarm like in case shit goes wrong put put in reina i guess but it again it's kind of like the the ferreira thing like shouldn't he have been getting minutes in the group games just to kind of get comfortable kind of you know find his feet out there and and you know, because he came on here and I thought he had a lot of good moments. You know, he he's good with the close control. He had some good passes. Um, you know, it he's one of our most creative players. And I think, uh, you know, Greg Bearhalter kind of dodged that question a lot of, like, where is, is Reyna? And um, I'd like to get a more clear answer from him, honestly, of, like... If the dude just wasn't fit, say it. We can just say that, but like, not this whole like, you know, run around of like, oh yeah, he's available for selection, and then we just never see him. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of talk too that is, uh, you know, motivation might have been uh, lacking, um, or at least the uh, the the team morale, the chemistry with him coming in just because he wasn't playing. So, you know, mm-hmm. morale might have been low. I, I, you know, that's that's a huge what if. Um, yeah. But again, this is all for the future. I, I didn't. Ex- a win would have been amazing today. I was, yeah. you know, d- dreaming about it essentially. Oh yeah, but like it's the Dutch. They have. I mean, yeah, like, they have a great, not a great team. Great. There, there's a select few that are great. They're under that. And yeah, and I mean, I'm not. I'm not like delusional. You know, I, I I understand that us winning here would have been an upset. Yeah, and. I think for a vast majority of that match, the Dutch were in like, they knew what they I don't know, cruise control. Like, <laughs> you know, because you kind of even saw it at the end of the game when we scored that goal. You know, granted, we're still pushing players up to get another one. But, you know, they, the Dutch looked a little bit more attacking after that. Like, they didn't sit back as much. So, you know, I, had we, had Pulisic scored that goal in the second minute and. We start there. I don't know that we would have been able to hang on to a lead anyway, you know. But I just there, there are plenty of good moments for the U.S. Um, I just think like, I mean, the striker is an issue just because we need we need shooters up there, and um, like Waya had a shot from outside the box, which ended up being an easy save. But just like take those shots, and you know it. it it came down to just three just dumb defensive errors. Like our heads were not on swivels today. No, not it at all. Especially like, that last goal. <laughs> just t- when when that last when that last goal was setting up, I was basically standing at the TV, pointing at the at. I was like, "Look, look at where he is. He's wide open." And the ball went right to him. I was just like, "Oh uh, yeah." That's it. Um. Yeah, there. The, you know, the Pulisic shot at the beginning. It makes you wonder if he's fit. Does that go in? <laughs> like, there's so many freaking questions yeah. we have. Um, when we did score, Kristen was in the bathroom, and everyone was like, "Just stay in there, just stay. It's good luck." <laughs> and then I think she came out like two minutes later, and and then the Dutch, or it was like whatever it was, oh, she came out two no, minutes later. Yeah. The Dutch scored three minutes later. Everyone was like, "Go back in, <laughs> go back." In. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. funny, but um, yeah, it makes you wonder if the Dutch really just wanted to like thump us. Could it have been worse? Yeah, I mean, hard to say. Yeah, it just it just seemed like you know they they were there to play a game, and like 
would turn it up if they had to, but like once they got their initial goal, you can see they kind of just sat back and like were kind of happy to let us have the ball and and try and break them down. And you know, we had a few good chances where we broke through or you know got the shot off and stuff. And I think that'll that just kind of goes hand in hand with the how young we are and and some of the lack of experience. You just, I mean, I'm sure their adrenaline is you know, spiking through the roof at that point when you got to look on goal and, you know, yeah, then you sail it high or straight at the keeper or whatever. But overall, I'd, I'm just going to say happy with the U.S. and how they played in the World Cup, played in this game. Like, I've seen too many of the games in the qualifiers and stuff where it's like, we just lay down to die. So oh, I didn't see any up. of that. No, no, no. We, no. Did, we did not give up. Um, especially... When we went down two nil, um, we could have easily folded. Um, yeah. When we got that goal back, man, that sparked some life though. That was like, <sighs> man, our house was jumping. We were. Yeah. It looked like they were hyped too, um, because that yeah, goal yeah. was like not supposed to happen. That was the most bizarre, <laughs> like sequence. some like crazy touch. <laughs> that was like the most accidental goal I've ever seen, and seeing Virgil's face, it was like, oh, like oh. No. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty golden. Um, yeah. You know, I think it was interesting the way the Netherlands played today because they gave us a lot of space to, to mm-hmm. like you said, to try to break them down. But when we were able to break them down and finally get the ball near their 18-yard uh, 18, 18 box, it looked like we kind of froze. There were times yeah. when passes just were not not strong, not confident. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe because they kind of surprised us. They were saying, here's the space, take it. And we were just like, oh my God, they're giving it to us. And it looked like we just didn't really know what to do. Um, yeah. I feel like that happened quite a bit. Just the passing just was, it, it didn't look strong. The passing didn't look strong. There were times when Anthony Robinson was really pushing up far. And then mm. he got called for an offside um, late in that game. I don't know if you remember. It was probably around the 60 or 70 minute. I was pretty pissed then because he was walking when he got called off in a position oh, where yeah. he shouldn't have been. Um, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, man. I was like, is that is that how we're really going to end this game? By walking back and getting called for a stupid <laughs> offside? And, 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 you know, I think we scored a goal not long after that. Um, but I think he really needs to fine-tune his game. That's, that's you know, under the striker spot. That He just doesn't look... Um, like you could really handle the moment when people were coming at him. Yeah, I mean, he, clearly he's like, you know, a, a very uh, attack-minded fullback, which is good. Like, we can use that, and we definitely, like, build up through him and, you know, Dest on the other side. But, um, you know, some of his, uh, his, his first touches are almost every time terrible. Start, and like, start off the game that way, and I was like, oh, yeah. here we go. And then sometimes his crossing, or um, I guess his, his, his like, uh, not reaction, but um, like time of, of choice to pass is a little bit late. Um, I just think, like, it would, as much as him and Des are kind of vital to the attack in this setup like i do think we should have brought a more defensive minded like fullback for either both sides or at least one side so then we can kind of balance it out a little bit more and um you know okay like we're seeing dumfries gets space for days on this side the whole game so it's like 
all right, Anthony, you got to come out. Like, let's throw on the more defensive guy so he can kind of st- stay back and keep him back. And um, I mean, I don't really know that we had an option to do that, <laughs> but had their mind on But I, I mean, like, that's you know maybe something to for Greg to think about moving forward is like you can start out with your attacking fullbacks, but if you guys are getting beat on the counter or or getting beat wide and stuff like change something up yeah yeah and um you know the youth we, we needed this we needed this learning experience yeah um if we're ever in this position again with hopefully a very similar squad we're going to know exactly what it's like to either be down one nil two nil and, mm-hmm. and be in this pressure spot and not give up so that that's that's my positive note for for this game is we are going to lose at some point how much can we yeah. learn in between then and between you know the wales game i think we learned a lot that game the mm-hmm. england game i think I, I think we maybe could have played a little bit differently to to punish england because they were being so uh i don't know lackluster lethargic of yeah. a team then where we probably could have could have punished them a little bit more um you know, the pressure of the Iran game, win or go home. And then this game, just seeing our defense just collapse when it was almost like the moment yeah. was the moment too big for them and, and the spotlight. Was um, I, it, I, I think, I think maybe a little bit like, you know, we, uh, it, it, I think it just kind of hurt with us having so much of the ball that, um, the times that they had to defend, it was always like a hard counter. And then, like, that first goal, like, Tyler Adams has been great the whole tournament, and then just, this time just doesn't really track Memphis as he's running right past him, and, you know, then he's open at top of the box. And, you know, second goal, Dest is just chilling in the box, I guess, ready for halftime, because it almost was. Can you let 35-year-old Daly Blind run past you and <laughs> score? Second and then that last time. one, you know, it's I think it's... Reem on that side with with Anthony yeah, Robinson. I, I don't, that's not Reem. I don't think that's Reem's fault though. It, he, no, no, no. He I don't think it was Reem's fault. Yeah. Um, but Anthony just got sucked in and never once looked behind him. Like you know, you know, Dumfries has been out there on that wing that whole game. Like, <laughs> not even one check. <laughs> if you go watch, if you go watch that replay, go look at Tim Tim Reem's face because he turns and he's just like. Where is he? Where is he? And of course, he just blasted that ball. So props to my mom for having him, uh, Dumfries, (laughs) on the team. Who else had Dumfries? Uh, Pretty much everyone that had a good day. Uh, I think Laura had him. Mm. Um, Maybe one other. Daily Blind was also a good pick. He got 12 points. and Yeah, um, he had 12. Dumfries, I think, had 14. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of all I have to say about that game specifically. But. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> I mean, we got four years to go, and in these next four years, now expectations are yeah. higher now than they were this morning, which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's <laughs> like we were in a position to maybe win this game two minutes in because it was it, yeah. we were so close to scoring that first goal. But now that's behind us. Looking to the future, oh my gosh! Four years from now, I my so, heart rate's already I, spiking. I mean, so okay, moving forward, 
is Greg Bearhalter your your guy? With those subs he's been making, I don't think so. Um, but again, I I really want to see how much our players on our team play in this next year and a half. Who is mm-hmm. who is going to stay on the starting eleven of the squads they're in? Um, you know who's going to drop off? Who's going to come up? How much time do we let Greg have to to kind of you know yeah. be with this team? I don't like changing coaching. It seems like everyone likes Greg, maybe besides Reyna at this moment. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just kind of the odd one out. Um, I don't think we'll really know for a while. Yeah. I, I don't know how we're up. we'll ever find out, but I want to just see how all those guys do with their club teams in the next year and a half. I want to see either Pulisic start to start or go to another team. Um, I know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, rumors of Liverpool right now would love it. Because, is it really? Yep. I would <laughs> no. love that transfer right now because Diaz is getting hurt. Saul is getting mm-hmm. old. I mean, he would fit into either side. He would start immediately. Um, yeah. I mean, and we got our boy on my team, which is even great. That's, like, that's <laughs> sweet. I'll be pumped. Um, I love Brendan Aronson. I think when he came on today, energy went up. It's like, why is yeah. that guy starting? Like, he's a fighter, I, man. He fights the whole game. I almost feel like we almost need to take the um the like 2010 spain or like man city last year approach and just have like no out and out striker and like you could have had brendan aronson play that striker role and you know he can he, he loves the press he does it at leeds he runs for 90 minutes straight you know <laughs> like and then you know him and tyler adams being on the same club team they have a little bit more of a connection than the rest of the guys so while him coming into the midfield definitely helped and it ups the tempo, I think we maybe should have tried him in a, I guess a, a striker formation. Like would have been fun. But I, again, I, I think he would play it more as like a, you know, a, a Firmino or a Gabriel Jesus kind of thing, where it's like you're dropping back a lot and still picking up the ball pretty deep, but you also have the pace to get back up front and, you know, hopefully get on the cross or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, for me, Greg is probably not the guy. It just, I think the start of the game, he sets us up fairly well, but then I think in game tactics and switches seemingly don't happen. <laughs> like you never really see too much, uh, of a switch like it's always we kind of give it out wide and they the fullbacks run down and you know either pass it up to Pulisic or Weya or um cross it in and you know our midfield is is good it we just I don't think we use them enough like in the right way I guess um today they kind of got boxed out for at least that first half, for I just, sure. I was just about to bring that up. The Dutch did a great job at shutting down our midfield, which has been our strong yeah. point. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I get that. Like, And I guess, you know, after halftime, we came out and looked more threatening. So, halftime talk, I guess, was good. And whatever tactical switches he, he, he talked about in there. But just feel like in-game... I don't know if if he's afraid to make some 
uh, switches because things are working or or what. Like I'm just thinking with the England game, like we felt like the dominant team in that game, and I really think some earlier subs of you know an Aronson or a Reina or something like. I think we could have got a goal from that game and probably held on for the win unless England was going to turn it on out of nowhere. Four subs after the 76 minute. Yeah, like... I, I have that imprinted. <laughs> I will never forget it. Why all the, that just, it takes you, I don't want to say a while to get used to the pace of a game. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the pace, I have no idea what the pace is like, but I just can't imagine you can come on and in 13 minutes. You're like, Oh, I'm oh, dialed no. in. It doesn't. Yeah, because in life that just doesn't work. <laughs> so I can't imagine working. I, I mean, on pitch. It, yeah, like especially at, at this level and like in the England game, you know you're the underdog here. You know England has the quality to to score on you. So you like you got to come in, and I'm assuming you probably start like pretty disciplined when you first come on. Just like stick to my position, you know, mark my guy, track my runner, sort of thing. And then yeah, you know, five ten minutes into it, then it's like okay, now I can kind of feel comfortable in my position so now let me try and like make that dribble or like make that extra run and i just you do that earlier and kind of beat england to their subs and i don't know i think you'd probably could have got something or at least looked a little bit more threatening towards the end there and the what if chad the what ifs the what ifs i just all day going over the what yeah, it's for sure but i don't know it's frustrating that, that stuff just with greg was just I don't know. He, I, I feel like he just doesn't see the game well enough from the sideline to like be the manager I want to take us forward necessarily. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what other um, you know former players who want to coach. I would love, you know, I really like Dempsey's energy, mm-hmm. um, especially doing broadcasting. Even Donovan. It'd be really interesting to see one of those guys who were... I mean, Landon Donovan coaches uh, San Diego Loyal in USL right now. That's awesome. I didn't so, know that. That would be... It'd be interesting to see if he'd be open to this job. I don't know why he wouldn't be. I think... Because their record was not bad um, over the last two years, I think. Okay. He's been there. Um, let's see if I can... Well, I just wanted to shout out the Dutch keeper really quick because that dude is six, just under six seven. Um, he's a monster, dude. He is so freaking lengthy. Uh, so to get one past him, I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, like finally, yeah. we broke him uh, even just a little bit, even though it wasn't really a, a necessary, like necessarily a shot on him. Um, you know, he didn't stop it. So. No, yeah, but I mean, yeah, he looked he's huge, comfortable back there. Yeah, I was like not afraid to come out and grab the crosses and stuff. I tried um, to find his wingspan, I couldn't find it, but <laughs> I, just, I imagine if you're six seven, um, big. It, it, it's usually the size of you plus or like plus five or six inches. Yeah. So he's probably at like seven feet across with his arms. That's <laughs> pretty great. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So just Landon Donovan at, at San Diego loyal. He's been there since 2020. Um, in 2020, they placed fourth 2021. They placed third 2022. They placed second. So, you know, yeah, players are coming and going and, all that, but I think your coaching probably is reflected in that too. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't, I don't know what into that. I'm gonna look into yeah. what his style is. I don't know what what his plan is. If he's you know just chilling here for now and then looking at MLS, or if he does have kind of eyes on um, the international team, which I think by 2026 might be a little quick. Yeah, but get yeah, I mean, st- depending I mean, how it goes, something it'd be it'd be cool to see. Yeah, it'd be nostalgic for us. But if he's actually a, good, a decent manager, yeah, why not? Um, should we talk about the goat? The goat, Shakiri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe after this tournament, if he bangs another couple more goals in, I mean, he's what was the stat that we read? It was, uh, do you remember it? It was, uh, there's only three players to score in the last four World mm. Cups. Is that is that the correct stat? I think Messi, that was it. Yeah, Ronaldo, Jordan, Shakiri. <laughs> How awesome! He knew it was coming. I knew he was going to score in that game. How could you not score in that game? Nah, yeah, it had to happen. Um, no, I'm referring to Lionel Messi. Uh, <laughs> dude, he just con- he controlled that midfield today. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, who, whoever doubts him, what are you doing? I just, I still feel bad for him because he could have had like probably three assists to to Martinez and the dude just could not hit the target <laughs> like it's still even though Argentina's looked better this game and, and the previous game like it's still so apparent that Messi is just Carrying. tears above the rest of the team and like the other players at their clubs and stuff are not bad players but here I, I don't know if they're just like trying to live up to Messi's level so they get nervous or, or something and overthink things, but man, it's still, yeah, he's carrying, but I mean, I think they, they had a pretty good performance today. Probably should have been a clean sheet with, had a crazy deflection on that one. Yeah. But. I mean, stepped hard to the right. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. nothing you can do. Um, the one thing I saw differently today with Messi out of all the other Argentinian games that I've watched, he had a little burst of speed today through pockets mm-hmm. and he really hasn't shown that um you know in, in the group stage games where he'd be a couple defenders around him and he'd kind of just lay the ball off or you know not yeah. necessarily run into them today he was kind of coming straight at them and i hadn't seen that yeah and he looked good doing it oh yeah i, I mean i think that's probably smart for him because he knows he's going to get a lot of um of the like opposing players on him but if he just you know, yeah, gets the ball, they come to him, he passes it off. They're not really engaged with him. Whereas if he's now driving forward, like, they're running with him. So they're now out of the play when he gets that pass off. So, I mean, that's probably their way forward. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it makes you wonder, too, if, if he, um, you know, was being really patient in the group stages, not trying to get any knocks. I mean, even in this game today, yeah. he didn't really take any hard tackles. Um and, you know, being as old as he is at 35, I think he's 35. 35, um, I think, yeah. You know, your body, father time is, is knocking. You can't mm-hmm. take these huge hits. And I think he's being very crafty um, when there are defenders charging at him that he's either getting the ball off quick or, like today, able to maneuver his way around them and be as, as uh, you know, slick as he used to be, you know, 15 years ago. And I saw some, we were yeah. watching some highlights of Messi in uh, the World Cup in South Africa where he just bolts 
just straight through as fast as he can, and no one can catch him. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah. We, you know, we'll never see that again from Messi, just because of the position he's now playing and like what his job and role is. But he's still the freaking best. <laughs> like, he's still so good. It's, yeah. Even the people here who don't watch soccer as religiously as we do, you just recognize that that guy is better than everyone else, and he just grabs your attention. It's fascinating. Yeah, I, I mean, that's one of the things I loved about Messi was that he was able to, like, kind of evolve his game as he got older um, and still be just, like, super effective at whatever position he's now kind of playing. Whereas, like, Ronaldo kind of did. Like, he... For a minute. For a minute, yeah, it was kind of, like, changing his game. But then I think in his head he was just like, I just want to score goals. So then he's like, I'm a striker now again. And it's like, he's just, he's losing that pace a little bit. And um, I don't think he has the same agility, I guess, to pull the moves or the, you know, the quick burst of energy to get past the guys. And like, he's still quick, but it seemed like Messi kind of realized like what would eventually happen to him and, you know, adjusted accordingly. Whereas Ronaldo was just like, no, I can out train and out work out this this age and speed decline and be fine and i think now we're kind of seeing just the effects of, of that with ronaldo i think a big part of his game has always been reaction time and um i am i'm learning this myself right now that as you age your reaction time just gets slower and slower so when you're playing with 20 year olds their reaction time just happens to be fractions <laughs> of seconds faster than you and yeah. uh, like, for instance, that header, that that error he had the other day, that's a reaction time thing. He oh, yeah. reacted how he usually does, but it just the the body did not process as quickly as his mind did, <laughs> which led to his error. That is a natural, yeah. uh, you know, part of evolution within your own body. It happens with every athlete there ever was, and mm-hmm. he is stubborn enough to where he will not adjust his game. The, I, I see this every day with my Los Angeles Lakers. The guys <laughs> who are getting old don't adjust because they still think they're in their prime. Yeah. Now, they're still good. They're still good players, but they need to adjust. And he has not had that uh, kind of sit-down moment with himself saying, yeah. I am not what I was 10 years ago. Um, and I'm sure an athlete of that caliber, that takes a lot of... Uh, you know, discipline to tell yourself that. Oh yeah, I'm not the same. Um, I don't think it will happen with him. I don't. I think Probably he, not. I think, <laughs> he's, I think he's that elitist athlete type where uh, he's he's better than you no matter what, any time of the day. Which is a great mindset to have, but you have to recognize at some point you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, he's a free agent now, so uh, everyone shoot your <laughs> shot if you want Ronaldo. <laughs> you see the Saudi Arabia rumored deal? Oh my gosh, yeah. $700 million for two years? I just... He already has enough money. Do you really want to go live and play in Saudi Arabia when you'll get offers from... You know, probably some teams in Portugal to bring you home or MLS sides. Like, I don't know. Like, it's probably all fluff. I don't. I mean, I don't, 
necessarily believe it. Um, I'll yeah. believe it when I see it. I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to happen. I think I think he wants one more shot at Champions League. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't know who's going to want him right now. Yeah. Um, I know Chelsea's been in the conversation, yeah. um, which tactically is, is a bad idea, but um, having a American owner who just like wants the money i think he would really consider it just for like the name on the kit and all the all the kit sales because of that (laughs) what do you think newcastle um i would say no only because they're like performing well now if it were a little bit more rocky like they might spring for it yeah i think if they were kind of mid-table like they might spring for it um but because they're still performing so well without uh, Alexander Isak, like you got a, a great player still coming back from injury now, and you're still up in what third or fourth at this point? Like, yeah, I think they're third at the moment, and not yeah, far behind so. from second or first. So. No, yeah, not at all. They're they're right there. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring up Messi because he's the best. But any well. so t- so tomorrow we got. Uh, Poland and France in the morning. Um, <laughs> prediction? Oh, as much as the uh, the Polish in me would love Poland to pull off the upset, they have just done absolutely nothing in all the games I watched from them this tournament. Like they somehow found their way into the round of sixteen. <laughs> just uh, I don't know, but. I can't see them pulling off anything, so it should be an easy France win. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on like three nil. I I was gonna say three nil as well. I kind of want to say four, but I don't think they'll really. I don't. Fourth one might be tough. Um, I just don't. France is really good. <laughs> so yeah. As simple as that. I think they could repeat. I really do. Oh, yeah. From top to bottom, when you got Mbappe in there, who's as young as he is and as good as he is. Yeah. Uh, the dude perform. I mean, every position, you look at that team, you're just like, holy crap. I guess their midfield yeah. might be the rockiest, but you don't need a midfield when you're attacking core and you're the <laughs> core. Yeah, just throw that ball up top. Someone will get it. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, the England Senegal game, though, I don't. I don't want to sniff an upset, but I think England might have some trouble. Yeah, um, I was kind of thinking about that before we started talking. Like, I I don't know what my prediction will be on this because if England is playing to the best of their abilities, they'll win. But we've seen time and again this England team just not. <laughs> and if they come out like they did against the U.S., that Senegal team is going to be up for it because you're round to 16. You know, if, if you yeah get this this moment of leading the game, you're probably you're probably trying to drive that home and and you know not even give England a, a chance at the goal. You know, it's it's. <sighs> I don't know. Senegal have I don't nothing know. to lose. They don't have their best player. Yeah, they made it to sixteens. Um, I don't. I, I think we're going to see a a brave and risk taking team that is just going to leave it all out there. So 
My yeah. prediction is going to be 2-1 England, but Senegal is going to fight to the very, mm. very, very last yeah. minute. Um, I think they're, I think their only chance at scoring might come at a weird fluke set piece just because England's back line has been pretty strong overall. Yeah. Um, they really haven't had any defensive laps. Uh, would love to see it go to PKs. Um, this could be, yeah. a, this could be a great, uh, change of tide for Mendy, um, mm-hmm. because he's had such a, you know, not the best start to his premier league this season. Uh, yeah. So for him to bounce back, go to PKs, do something magical for Senegal against England, you know, against <laughs> all of those guys he's already playing against. I think, oh, that's, yeah. I think that's a huge, huge benefit for Senegal is that Mendy uh, goes against, man, how many players on that team? If Rashford starts against Sterling, so roughly nine out of the 10 open field players, I'm thinking Mason Mount in there. Yeah. Everyone else is not on Chelsea. Yeah, right? I mean, I think that's right. It sounds right. I mean, it definitely will help. Like having come up against you know that the Harry Canes and stuff of not really uh, being starstruck or anything by it. Um, I mean, like we've seen Mendy pop off before, and yeah, he's in a rough patch of form, but like. What better time to break out of that and and against England and you know see Senegal through to the next round? Yep, I think it'll be fun. I think that'll be a really good game. I think both mm-hmm. games tomorrow are going to be fun to watch. Um, again, I don't think France Poland game will be a close one, but I think just watching France be as good as uh, I think that'll, yeah. be, that'll be cool to see. So, um. You know, as these knockout stages go on, I'm down to kind of do this with you. Even if we take a half hour to kind of just bust some some quick talk yeah. out, I think that'd be fun to do. Because I mean, it's nice having only two games now per day. Um, as as time goes on, we'll get to one game per day. I think um, so. Yeah. So things will move a little bit slower. Uh, I think we got Thursday off this week, which I'm like, okay. I don't want to say I'm happy we get a day off in the World Cup, but whew, we get one day of breathing room to, especially yeah. for us to, you know. Enter all our stats, get the rosters going for the next one. Yeah, um, yeah, our, our our league's looking pretty competitive right now. Again, uh, you know, I only had one player going today, and I'm still sitting mm-hmm. okay in second. But I'm seeing, you know, the 27s, the 30s, the the 20s. A lot of teams definitely are moving up quicker than I thought. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, needing, who are you needing right now to have a big a big game to kind of push up in the standings? Um, let's see. Let me find my team just to refresh my memory here. Um, okay. If I could get Sokka to get some goals tomorrow, that'll definitely help. Um, I think it's like me and maybe, yeah, like one or two other people have him, so... Because everyone else basically took Messi and Mbappe. Like, there's very few people that didn't take both of them. Right. <laughs> um, which I think will be fine because it'll keep me kind of in pace with everyone. Um, I mean, I'd love Hakimi to do some stuff for me coming up. Like, he did pretty good during the groups. If he can get me some more points, I think that'll help me. Like. I don't know. I'm I'm playing catch up still, but as we've seen before, this you know changing of roster between each stage 
just really opens up the 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 whole standings. Like you're almost never out of it, right? You can if you make the right picks. Like, had someone picked like Daily Blend and Denzel Dumfries today, if you had both of them, man, you're cruising. You know, like you're almost set for this round. Like, but yeah, so I'm not feeling out of it yet. Like, I don't feel like in the Premier League where I didn't pick Holland and I, I'm just out of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think we're moving in the right direction, definitely. Yeah, plenty of time to kind of come back. Sufi, um, you know, he had a pretty good day today with his team, but he had three guys going. Uh, mm-hmm. And only to get 19 points with three. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt Turner with one today just kind of, that kind of sucks. I was really hoping today's game would go to PK's. Um, yeah. So yeah, I need I need a big uh, a Koulibaly game would be great. Even though Sufi has him, you know, I had to play it pretty safe this round. Um, yeah. I, I think only a couple of people have Modric, which I was pretty surprised by. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of picks for him. So if he yeah. performs well, then he'll be okay. And then I went, um, you know, double Brazil backline, um, just because I don't think Brazil's gonna have a ton of trouble. Uh, you know keeping a clean sheet in their game. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Brazil just always does some crazy things with their with their guys on set pieces, especially yeah. Thiago. This is every, uh, I think, at least the last two World Cups, um, Thiago has done so much work for me in the round of 16, so I was like, <laughs> I, I have to go with him. He essentially won it for me in 2014, um, and I just don't see South Korea defending those I, I I haven't watched South Korea too closely, but Brazil, yeah. they're overall. I mean, yeah, Brazil's looking great, great too. So, so. <laughs> that'll be fun. That game's on Monday. Okay, yeah. I am surprised that. I guess I'm a little bit surprised, but maybe also not that no one picked Neymar. I know he's like a little bit of an injury doubt, but from all the early reports, it was that he would be back for the round of 16. Um, and I haven't heard anything otherwise, so. I don't know. Maybe Neymar comes back and just he scores all the goals and no one else gets points. That's cool with me. No one has him, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Cool. Hey, hey, I got my schedule wrong. We actually have Wednesday and Thursday off for the World Cup. Oh, two days in a two row? Two days in a row. Wow. Okay. So, um, that's good. We can give people a little bit of time to get their rosters. Yeah. I'll be like, we need it tonight. <laughs> Which, yeah. Shout out I to mean, everyone in our league yeah. for doing it. Well done. I didn't expect that. That was great. Um, we did harass him a little bit, but you got to do well, what you got to do when you're the commissioner, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, everything's going smoothly. Um, still have a lot more games left. I saw today was match 49 out of 64. Oof. So we're getting – it's crazy how close we are and still how far away we are from this thing being over. Yeah. Yeah, now it's just like – it feels quick though. Like yeah. now we already know Netherlands and Argentina, they're playing next. Like it, it just, it's going to go quick at this, this latter, latter, later part of the uh, tournament. But uh, I think we'll have a lot of good games going forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm officially out of world cup survivor. Um, and then my buddy, oh, Rad, I'm out. that's he, right. USA is out. So, and then my buddy Rad here in town, he had Australia He's out oh. as well. He was and Chris. He was going against Kristen too. So was like, <laughs> in our house, I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "Argentina's looking good." And he was like, "Shut up, man!" Like, root for Australia. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, you're right. 
Um, and then we have, so we have my other buddy Mark in town. He's going against the mm-hmm. Waffle France Poland, and then we got the mm. Waffle against Zach again. Uh, waffle Waffle could be out. Yeah, Waffle could be out with Pol- yeah it, the upset on even Senegal. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think definitely Poland will be out. Yeah, um, and then and John beat me today. So and then we have my dad with Croatia and John with Japan, which Ooh. you never know. You yeah. never know. Um, Kristen with Morocco against you, Spain. Oh no! So today she was like, "I don't have anyone from Morocco." I was like, "You have Hakimi." She says, "Oh yeah, go Hakimi." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> there, "Yeah, there you go." Um, and then Zach again with Portugal, um, going against our other friend in town, Nakesa with Switzerland. And then mm-hmm. Nakesla was South Korea again, going against Daniels Brazil. Um, yeah, man, a lot of people with two teams. How do they do that? Look, I, I basically started with one team, so. <laughs> <laughs> From the moment I saw Qatar, I was like, well, <laughs> let's hope the other team's a good contender. Yeah, I don't remember when we... I, I was trying to find the paperwork for when we did this in uh, twenty. I think we did. I don't know if we did it for 2018. I couldn't find anything for 2018. I don't necessarily remember uh, it. 2014, we did it for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember five people being out after the group because we, yeah, maybe like one or two because we didn't split it up top top 16, bottom 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but just seeing five people out already, I was like, oh man. And then now six and seven today. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of teams left. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. It's nice that teams are finally getting eliminated, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, well I think that, that's kind of it, right? I, th- I think we nailed it. Um, our half-hour talk turned into an hour, as it always yeah, does. As they do, you know. It's just, <laughs> it's so I think the other ones will be shorter. Time. We just had to... You know, get the the U.S. This is therapy. grief out of us. Yeah, I had a lot on my chest. This was a therapy <laughs> session. Um, you know, yeah. glory to the United States men's national team and uh, women's World Cup. Shout out, two hundred thirty days till they start up. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm definitely gonna be watching. I'm just so into it right oh, yeah. now, and and uh, so that'll be super fun. They play in Australia. So, oh. what does that do to our time zone, Chad? Let's yeah, what, time check out what time is it in Australia? I think uh, that might be pretty good for us. It, oh, I don't know. It's 5 o'clock there right now. It might be uh, good for you. A.M.? No, P.M. P.M. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say it's going to be good. I imagine they won't have to do... Um, like the weird 10 o'clock local times. Mm-hmm. I think they probably go, what, f- three, five, seven, nine? Two hours probably. apart, three, five, seven, nine. It's five o'clock there now. Two hours ago, games will start at 10 o'clock locally for me. I'll catch one game probably <laughs> uh, a day. So we'll, we'll see how that really yeah. works. But yeah. um, until then, it's been a pleasure. And uh, let's keep tracking our points and hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get our predictions right. So wait, let's one more time as we end this predictions mm-hmm. for tomorrow. You're, I think we both agreed uh, 3-0 France against Poland. What Correct. was your England prediction? Um, 
You know what? I'm going to go a 1-1 into penalties. Ooh, hot take. Um, England, I think, will take it in penalties. But score, What's the score line of your penalties? Yeah, we're going deep. Yeah, wow. Um, well, obviously, Sokka's going to step back up and just nail it because he has with every penalty since. Does he go first? Harry. Um, or does Kane go first for the PKs? At the Euros, Kane went first. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think, I think Sokka's they, going first. I was kind of, I was gonna say that, but then I'm kind of thinking that maybe Sokka just wants to go last as like a redemption story. Redemption, yeah. Um, Oof, no, pre- I just got nervous <laughs> for him. <laughs> oh boy, um, man, I think it's gonna we'll hit penalties and we're gonna do. I can't. I can't tell you. It's. It's just. It, in my heart, I want Senegal to just like power through and. Put your boys uh, out there. Mendy just diving everywhere and spider arms. And... I think. I think Mendy <laughs> saves one. I think he saves one. I don't know if he. If. Oh, he saves the one that Mason Mount takes because he knows. Oh him. my lord! Mason Mount's <laughs> gonna punt it over the goalpost. I can. I put money on it if I could. Um. Yeah. um I'm thinking 2-1 England, full-time. Cool. But if your prediction stands, I think Mendy saves one. I can't give you a scoreline, but we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, on that note, Hooligans are out. See you all Peace. tomorrow.